Section 49 of Young Folks Treasury, Volume 3, edited by Hamilton Wright Maybe. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Ellen Preckle. Simple Susan 13, Susan's Birthday. You write a good hand. You can keep accounts, cannot you? said Sir Arthur to Mr. Price, as they walked toward the cottage. I think I saw a bill of your little daughter's drawing out the other day, which was very neatly written. Did you teach her to write? No, sir, said Price. I can't say that I did, for she mostly taught it to herself. But I taught her a few sums, as far as I knew, on winter nights when I had nothing else to do. Your daughter shows that she has been well taught, said Sir Arthur, and her good conduct is a credit to you and her mother. You are very good, very good indeed, sir, to speak in this way, said the delighted father. But I mean to do more than pay you with words, said Sir Arthur. You are attached to your own family. Perhaps you may become attached to me when you know me, and we shall have many chances of judging one another. I want no one to do my hard work. I only want a steady, honest man like you to collect my rents, and I hope, Mr. Price, you will do that for me. I hope, sir, said Price, with joy and gratitude, glowing in his honest face, that I'll never give you cause to regret your goodness to me. "'And what are my sisters about here?' said Sir Arthur, entering the cottage and going behind the two ladies, who were busy measuring a pretty coloured calico. "'It is for Susan, my dear brother. I knew she did not keep that guinea for herself,' said Miss Somers. "'I have just asked her mother to tell me what became of it. Susan gave it to her father, but she must not refuse a gown of our choosing this time, and I am sure she will not, because her mother, I see, likes it.' and susan i hear that instead of becoming queen of the may this year you were sitting in your mother's room as she was ill your mother has a little colour in her cheeks now oh ma'am said mrs price i am a different being joy i think has done it then said miss somers i hope you will be able to come out on your daughter's birthday which i hear is on the twenty-fifth of this month make haste and get quite well before that day for my brother means that all the boys and girls of the village shall have a dance on susan's birthday yes said sir arthur and i hope on that day susan you will be very happy with your little friends upon their play-green i shall tell them that it is your good conduct which has won it for them and if you have anything to ask any little favour for any of your friends which we can grant ask now susan sir said susan after glancing at her mother there is, to be sure, a favour I should like to ask. It is for Rose. Well, I don't know who Rose is, said Sir Arthur, smiling, but go on. Ma'am, you have seen her, I believe. She is a very good girl indeed, said Mrs. Price to Miss Somers. And works very neatly, ma'am, continued Susan eagerly, and she and her mother heard you were looking out for someone to wait upon you. Say no more, said Miss Somers. Your wish is granted. Tell Rose to come to the Abbey to-morrow morning or rather come with her yourself for our housekeeper i know wants to talk to you about a certain cake she wishes susan that you should be the maker of the cake for the dance and she has good things looked out for it already i know it must be large enough for everybody to have a slice and the housekeeper will ice it for you i only hope your cake will be as good as your bread good-bye how i do wish now said farmer price how i do wish wife that our good friend the harper was only here at this time it would do his warm old heart good. Well, the best of it is we shall be able next year when he comes his rounds to pay him his money with thanks, being all the time and for ever as much obliged to him as if we kept it. I long to see him in this house again, drinking as he did a glass of Susan's mead, just on this spot. 
Yes, said Susan, and the next time he comes I can give him one of my guinea hen's eggs, and I shall show him Daisy. True, love, said her mother, and he will play that tune and sing that pretty ballad. Where is it? I have not finished it. Rose ran away with it, mother, but I'll run after her and bring it back to you this minute, said Susan. Susan found her friend Rose at the Hawthorn, in the midst of a crowd of children to whom she was reading Susan's lamentation for her lamb. The words are something, but the tune, the tune, I must have the tune, cried Philip. I'll ask my mother to ask Sir Arthur to try to find out which way that good old man went after the ball, and if he's to be found, we'll have him back by Susan's birthday, and he shall sit here, just exactly here by our bush, and he shall play, I, I mean if he will, that same tune for us, and I shall learn it, I, I mean if I can, in a minute. The good news that Farmer Price was to collect the rents, and that Attorney Case was to leave the parish in a month, soon spread over the village. Many came out of their houses to have the pleasure of hearing the joyful tidings from Susan herself. The crowd on the play-green grew bigger every minute. "'Yes,' cried Philip, "'I tell you it's quite true, every word of it. Susan's too modest to say it herself, but I tell you all that Sir Arthur has given us this play-green just because she is so good.' End of section 49 and end of simple Susan.